Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VR investing podcast. Today's going to be a special update. We shared this with our members earlier today, and we're going to share with you what the uh, our top market and sectors are telling us using the VR investing system as a predictor, uh, as a discounting mechanism to predict who the next president might be. Will it be Trump being reelected or will it be Joe Biden? Excuse me, will it be President Harris winning re-election? We'll cover that in just a moment. Let's cover the details first here. Dow Jones had a, a, a decent day today. Markets had a decent day today. Uh, we got back about 100 of the 300 points we lost in the Dow yesterday as our markets continue to work off overbought conditions. Remember, if you've been joining us here for the last week or so, we've been telling you that our markets have hit extreme overbought, that we expected some election anxiety, and that's what we've had so far. Uh, but uh, anyway, Dow Jones today did give up about 150, 160 points off its highs, had a really good day going, uh, finished up today, uh, uh, Dow Jones up 113 at 28,308. We were positive across the board. Uh, Dow Jones and SP of 100 was our leader, up almost five-tenths of a percent at 3,443. NASDAQ was also higher by a third of a percent at 11,516. And the Russell 2000 also up a quarter of a percent at 1617. Of note today, and I'll cover this more in just a moment, the 10-year note is now hitting its highest yield since June the 10th. We think that's significant as I'll tell you more in just a minute, the tenure now just right below eight-tenths of 1% on a yield basis. Okay, so today with our, with our clients, this afternoon we shared, uh, our, we call it our VRA special election update. And our question we pose is, are the, are the markets, investing markets, forecasting an election winner? We think they are. Uh, <clears throat> the market, and this is one of the things that, my mentors taught me at a young age, are a discounting mechanism. And by observing the action in the, in the markets and key market sectors, historically, global investing patterns and trends have served as an important discounting mechanism. In other words, a high, a high probability predictor of the near future. So our question is, based on the recent market action in these key sectors, which candidate is the market favoring? First, this was this is our, uh, our our belief and really how we summed up both of these candidates. We know that Trump is a pro-growth, small-ish government, low-tax, laissez-faire capitalist, and we know that Biden is a big government, high-tax income distributor that focuses on expanded social programs. We think that uh, probably nobody would dispute these descriptions of, of either of these candidates. <clears throat> so with that in mind. <clears throat> Let's cover these six key areas that we're looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, that point to uh, a, a, a presidential winner based on their recent action. First, let's start with, with yields. <clears throat> based on the 10-year ten year notes and yields, over the last three months, the yield on 10-year notes has risen from 0.53% to today's 0.79%. It may not sound like a lot. But on a yield basis, it's a major move of 49%. Yields have increased by 49% on the 10-year as it's risen from 0.53% to today's 0.79%. Our view, the U.S. economy would almost certainly be stronger in a Trump economy than a Biden economy. Biden's got $4 trillion in new taxes. 
Uh, we saw yesterday that the average family will eighty percent of American families will see a tax increase, with an average family losing sixty five hundred dollars a year because of Biden's tax program. So, w- with all of this in mind, we believe the economy would almost certainly be stronger in a Trump economy, and we also know that stronger economic growth equates to higher interest rates. So the election signal based on rates is a win for Trump. We believe that higher debt yields point to a Trump win. Second, gun stocks. Biden and Harris and the left have long made it clear that they would be unfriendly to our Second Amendment. And if the Second Amendment is going to be under attack, U.S. publicly traded gun stocks should be soaring in price. Remember, gun sales are at an all-time high. You would think gun stocks were, were screaming higher. Not the case. By looking at the two largest uh, U.S. weapons manufacturers, we see significant weakness. Sturmruger is down 27% from its high of the year. Smith & Wesson is down 23% from its high of the year. The election signal as far as gun stocks, we believe that lower gun stock prices are also pointing to a Trump victory. Third, housing. Again, strong U.S. economy. U.S. means a strong housing market. That's exactly what we're seeing. The U.S. housing market is absolutely on fire. HGX, the housing index, has consistently of late been hitting new all-time high after new all-time high. It's just below it now. We believe that election signal as a key VRA system leading economic indicator. We believe the strength in the housing market is pointing to a Trump win. Fourth, transportation. Again, like housing, the transports are on fire. All-time highs again today. Soaring economic strength is occurring in both rails and trucking with the Dow transports consistently hitting all-time high after all-time high. Again, saw it today. We believe the election signal, again, is a key VRA leading economic indicator. We believe the strength in transportation is pointing to a Trump win. Next up, oil. Oil prices have been remarkably flat over the last three months or so, hovering right in the $40 a barrel range, a little bit higher than that today. But we know that Biden, again, a supporter of the Green New Deal, and it's $94 trillion in increased spending and the Paris Climate Accords, these would act to either limit or eliminate fracking. It's one or the other because they've, 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 they've both committed to getting rid of fracking. Both uh, uh, Biden and President Harris have, uh, have acted, said they would limit, limit or eliminate fracking and ultimately do away with completely the use of fossil fuels. In this environment, oil prices would have to soar. It's sore because we need the oil, right? Supply and demand. We also know that, and we think this is a key point that not many talk about anymore, that for most alternative energy sources, matter of fact, all of them, to compete with fossil fuels, oil and gas prices, natural gas prices, would need to skyrocket in order for solar, wind, et cetera, to be price competitive. Oil prices are not skyrocketing. The election signal, with oil prices remaining low, We believe this signal also points to a Trump victory. Six, action in the broad market, the stock market itself. Since World War II, the action in the Dow Jones over the last three months of a presidential election campaign has determined the winner 87% of the time. Because that's since World War II, we're looking at about, what, almost 100 years, 90 years. If If the market is higher, here's how it works. If the stock market is higher over the final three months, the incumbent wins. If the market's lower, it's vice versa. Biden would win. Where are we today? From the beginning of August to today, the Dow Jones is up 8%. The election signal is pointing to 
these, from these gains in the Dow Jones are clearly pointing to a Trump re-election. The bottom line, all six of our key sectors are pointing to a Trump win. We believe the signals are crystal clear. Using the market as a discounting mechanism, a great predictor of the future, we're looking at uh, a clear Donald Trump re-election. We'll keep you abreast of this. We don't see any uh, – these are the most important signals and uh, sectors and markets that, that, that we analyze as, as it pertains to uh, this election. And uh, that's where we stand today. Um, okay, let's take a look under the hood at the internals real quick here. Uh, again, uh, <clears throat> a good day. Uh, it really was a good day. The internals, for example, uh, uh, up-down volume, N- NYSE came in almost 3 to 1, 2.7 to 1. That's, that's, that's very strong. We didn't see that kind of strength, though, in the NASDAQ. Remember, NASDAQ leads and the market and uh, semis lead NASDAQ. Na- NASDAQ leads the market. SMH today was flat. Semis today were flat. NASDAQ trailed the market. We see it in the internals as well. Again, just small positives in both up-down volume and advanced decline in the NASDAQ. Again, different story, though, NYSE. Uh, NYSE, what was this, about two and a half to one positive. Uh, excuse me, two to, just, just over two to one positive advanced decline for NYSE. And also our, uh, our bellwether, you know, our consistent rising star uh, that's pointed to a market that wants to keep going higher are the new 52-week highs to lows. Today, we had more than 100 uh, stocks hitting new 52 100 more hitting new 52-week highs than hitting 52-week lows. So that's a positive. Really, it was a trifecta across the board. Uh, the internals were positive. Could have been better, but this continues to point to us that this decline we've seen uh, has really been more of a pause, uh, really kind of a mini pause in an otherwise strong bull market. It is our belief as the market sectors and analysis are telling us that Trump will win re-election and then the market will move uh, sharply higher into year end and then 2021 as the Trump economic miracle rolls on. At our sector watch today, we had uh, 10 of 11 S&P 500 sectors closed higher on the day. Not a lot here, though, really. Energy up 1%. Financials up 8 tenths of 1%. Communication services as well. Consumer staples just slightly lower. But again, positive day pretty much across the board there. Finally, our very commodity watch. Uh, again, pretty quiet here except for oil. Uh, oil was up 49 cents a barrel to 41.55. Gold up $2 at 19.13 an ounce. Silver up 19 cents at 24.89. And uh, Bitcoin today. Still trying to break out, break three of 12,000. Today was up 164 at 11,906. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for being with us as always. Hope you had a great day, a better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.